Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Celtic Now and for our podcast. My name is Ryan Clifford. Today's guest we have John. John Clifford, how you doing, mate? You doing nine? Hell, hell. Hell, hell. Well, obviously, it's just a recap of the Scottish Cup victory, quadruple, treble. We've all kind of relaxed now, took it in, sampled the celebrations and kind of look back on the game. Um, obviously, your first initial thoughts after the game, John? Delighted to get the, the victory. Quadruple trebles, an unbelievable achievement. Every team's cup final is, is beating you. The trial end to beat you, as we've seen, especially this season. Uh, undoubtedly, unbelievable, great praise must be put on all the players that have appeared in the, the four trebles, starting for the Rogers first season. So it's just congratulations to everybody involved. For me, it's it's just amazing. I think um, take away what's been happening in the league. I just think it's brilliant to actually think. But then, for me, I've kind of been brought up success. So you've seen a treble with O'Neill, but again, I was only a young guy. So, but to see four within the last four or five years, it's it's very it's kind of hard to picture that actually been involved in because obviously, like yourself. Up in like, the 90s and stuff, and didn't really see a lot of success. So, for maybe fans my age, you're kind of spoiled, and it's just that it doesn't really matter kind of how we played. When you look back, you've won the good uh, trail, so it's amazing. If you win a cup or a league, nobody thinks about how you played, it's just getting over the line, getting a success, or, or the negatives. On the back of your mind, you don't for, you don't think about them. It's just all positives. Plenty of positives today in the first half, but after that, I was a bit hurt, wasn't it? I think it's there's been a lot of, as you say, a lot of players who have played in it. Um, McGregor's, Brown, Rogic, they've all played in all the cup finals, um, which is to be even guys like Rogic who was supposed to be away in the summer. I think it's, I'd, as we spoke about the £4 million, for me, I'd have rather said, nah, like we've did, and he's been superb. But I think even when he came on, as we've spoken about, he's always in the half turn, and having guys like that in your team, you're always going to have the chance to win stuff like this. And again, it's just it's just hard to kind of picture us no winning anything. 
because you've been brought up through success. So, but going through to the game, um, obviously Christie's goal it was a wonderful goal. It's a carbon copy of the goal against Aberdeen in the semi-final. It was just a very good start in the game. Great start. Um, what a finish! And you thought Celtic would stride on for there, and you probably talk about the second goal, but up to half time it was all good, wasn't it? Aye, it was a bit more late Celtic. It was quicker, um, as people we talking that you could actually, you could see it was a league above in a way. Celtic were physical; they were taking the game to hearts and. I think it was a bit of fear, I think, you know, and Christie's goal was wonderful, but the, the penalty for Edward, for me, that's ridiculous. I think every time you see it, it's, I don't think it's ever going to get good to watch. Um, it was just cheeky, ridiculous. It was just amazing. Um, and obviously, Neil McCann, the bit of wee man he is, for his comments, saying it was disrespectful and blah, blah, blah. He's only saying that because he's hurting, because um, you know he's still won a trophy. And it was just, I know Edward didn't really do much in the game, but it was just to do that at any level, but to do it in a cup final was just unbelievable. Especially in a cup final, and especially with the pressure that the players have been playing under this season, brought that hang over their head and performances of weight. Last couple of months, the audacity to try something like that was absolutely outrageous, and it gets better every time I see it. To be honest, it was, it was great to see Gordon try to smack him with a ball. It was brilliant. It was funny. That obviously at the time you're not thinking what he's done, but when you look back, I think maybe Gordon was maybe just took it as fuck you. Why did that to me? But. He's not doing that because Gordon's in goal, he's doing it because he knows he can do it and he wanted to score. So, aye, it was brilliant. Um, I thought, to be fair, I thought Craig Gordon had a good game to fit him. Um, to fit him today. Again, he's probably a guy we should have probably had a on it, but that's for another day. Um, but the two goals, as much as we've won, the three goals, sorry, that we conceded, as much as we've won a quadruple treble and you've got to kind of step it back You've got to look at the negatives and the three goals we lost are very, very poor three goals and especially the, the first one that was they've got to, and it was a very good header, but they've got to do better, especially for Ayer. Uh, you've obviously got to stop across. Um I thought the goal might have done you a bit better. Um but for the first goal I think it for the first half when you've been out Two and and up, and then you've come back in and you can find it like that. It didn't really start very well in the second half. The negative start at the first minute for me. I've been saying you do not concede free kicks, run about the box, do not concede corners. First minute, Duffy goes rushing on the left hand side. It might be a harsh foul, but he's dived in, gave away the foul. In the first minute, you're under pressure right away because you've been defending so poorly the previous couple of months. Shocking decision for Duffy going out to shut the guy down. The rest of the first half was good, but I'm just panicking every time 
we concede a corner. Even even a free kick for the halfway line, getting whacked into your boat, so it's dangerous. We're so fragile, it's unbelievable. I would fancy any team to score against us if they can get the ball. It's maybe into the wider areas and get balls into the boats because we're so vulnerable, it's unbelievable. There are two goals as well. It's obviously the goal in the line and then the goalkeeper for the third one, I thought the goalie was terrible. And and the two goals, um, as a young boy, as a young boy, I know he saved us in the end with the penalty shoot. But I see if let's be honest, we did draw the game. Um, you've got your, some believable achievements. All the players deserve all the accolades they deserve and celebrations. But as fans, you've got to kind of take away that win and look at the game and. Any other team in the league must be looking at us and thinking, fucking hell, we can get a goal against them at any opportunity because, let's be fair, Hearts, yes, they're maybe a Premiership team in the Championship, but they're a league below you and turn off and I know we're looking good, but it just, as you say, you're thinking every time the ball's in the box, they're going to concede goals and I don't think it's good enough. Um, We'll talk about Recruitment again, but just on the goals, I just think, as you say, it's got to do better. And it's you can do a lot of training and whatever else, but they guys on the path just need to defend, and I don't think we're defending very well. Yeah, it's, it's very poor, to be honest with you. Um, it's, it's maybe not just the centre-offs as well. So the whole team, so to be fair today, I did see you had Edward sprinting, chasing people down, which I've not seen for a long time. But it's not just the defence, it's a whole team that's got to get better as a unit when we're defending. And obviously, there was moments in the, uh, the second half where Julian and, uh, Julian and Duffy missing the ball and the guy nearly getting scoring. That was comical. It was like fucking chuckleballs. Um if you were looking at it as a neutral, who the fuck are they two guys? Like you, you might think one's played at the top French division and one's played for Ireland and Premier League. It's just, I know you can make mistakes and you know what I criticise the players too much because of what they've done. And, but as a fan, you, I might be, people might say I'm maybe too critical, but it's hard to watch that when you've maybe not seen that in a while. Um, I just think something's got to change. I don't know what's got to change defensively. It's I'll tell you what's got to change. They two fucking centre-halves trying to stop me fucking football players and trying playing 50, 60-yard diagonals because they can't fucking do it. End of. Put a stop to it. Give the ball to a guy that can play the pass. A simple pass. They've got a 10, 15-yard pass. No. They want to play the long fucking diagonals, raking passes. And it either goes out the park or the gear possession. No good enough, end of. Well, Shane Duffy and Julian done um, the day. Duffy's done it since he's been here. Trying the long passes, um, doesn't work. It's no, it's no Celtic's game. It's never worked and it won't work. So I do agree with you there. Um, going on to Brown. I want to talk about Brown a bit. Um, there was a lot of talk about him playing or no playing. Will Sorrow play? Um, I thought he deserved. Sorry, I thought he'd played well today and kind of deserved his start by his performance. Um, I thought he was brilliant. 
dig a bit leggy near the end, but again, you're expecting that. He's 30 odds now. Um, I thought he was brilliant. I thought in the first half he was swagging about. I think he looked like he was enjoying himself again. Back to the ground we've seen. He just kind of bossed Naismith in the middle of the park. It was that holiday. It was, I think he was winding them up. It was good to watch again. It was kind of back to his old self. Again, I don't think he'd done much wrong in the second half. Again, it was just his legs. Um, but I thought he was... I thought he was really good, and it's the kind of guy we've seen before his, the last few games that he's kind of not been himself. In the first half, he was pretty impressive, just doing a simple thing. Uh, obviously, as the game go on, he, he, he did a wee couple on Oaks, didn't he, for that wee rat sniff. Fucking tramping on him, do you want to talk about that? I'd like to think the bay. I think the, the SPF, uh, SFA compliance officer will be getting back to that because... It was ridiculous. It was people going to say, "Oh, it was." You seen it? He could have half easily have put his his foot away. Um, and I think Brown even I think Brown knew it. He meant it. Um, and the referees are turned a blind eye again, which it's not really a surprising surprising thing to see, is it? No, he done it at the time cast on all the that. Um, as it said to you today, he's one of the wee players that if he's not playing your team, you absolutely despise him. But if he's in your team, you love him. But he's a naughty wee character, so he is. And it's not just Celtic he does it against, by the way. He does it against a lot of teams. I've seen him on the telly. He's a naughty wee man. I wish Sunday would just smash him. It's, I agree. I ain't seen on a football park for the guys. It is if you give him one. No bite of legs, no day any damage done, but you give him a tackle and let him more there. I think, I think maybe Brown 10 years ago might have done that. But... He's matured now and he's obviously a captain and he's a wiser player now. I think he's kind of wise not to not do that anymore, but I do agree with you. Um, Naismith is a good player and he has been, but that side of his game, I think, is not very nice. Um, there's ways of doing it. And I think, for me, I don't think, again, it'll get talked about because it'll get a blind eye. Um, I think if Celtic didn't win the game, I think he might have got flagged up um, about sending halves and whatever else. Again, you don't want to talk about it too much because it's no really what's a big deal about the game, but I do agree with you, it was ridiculous. Um, and I think it's good to get, should I say, it stamped out the game. It was, it was no nice, it could have been a, a, bad, a bad injury on Brown. Yeah, as you said, years ago, Scott Brown might have reacted to that, but fair play to him. He, he was cool and calm and disciplined and didn't get involved. We knew Brown would get booked at some point in the game right enough, but... Naismith's, I don't like him. Not a wee character. Again, obviously, if we're talking about me maybe being a, a critic. I don't know if it's if it's justified, if it's no. I like people to kind of, when they listen to this, say, ah, you're right, Ryan, or you're no right, or you're, you're, you're well off there. But nobody will convince me that Greg Taylor's going to be Celtic left back or he's going to improve Celtic. I take my heart, the guy, he's playing with Celtic, far better player than me. They will achieve something I'll never days one, even be a, a football player at that level. I'll never be so. I, I, I can't criticise the guy in our way, but as a fan, I'm criticising in a sense he's getting picked when, for me, Laxalt's got to play. Fair enough, he played well last week, so he's, he's, he's in and merit, but going forward, I don't see him making us, if we want to go into Europe and do better. Both go to recruit better. Um, again, he's just he's getting played, so he's 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 playing. He's trying his best, but 
again, it's for me, it's not good enough. Um, nobody will convince me that he's good enough. No matter if he goes and scores four goals against Rangers or whatever else, he's, it's not going to convince me. Um, it's just my opinion. I don't know what you're on that, John, but I don't think... I've seen enough of it now. He does have a few good boys in the box today for Edward, but simple stuff like putting the ball at the park and touching, it, it's no good enough for me at that level. Um, I think, again, I just that's just my opinion. He's neat, tidy player. He keeps possession at most times. He's up until last week, I've never really seen him getting in behind. He put a couple of decent balls into dangerous areas across the box. But I'm along the same lines as you. I don't think he's... For Celtic to win four trebles in a row and to think that he's played a, a big part of that, you would never have thought so. I don't think he's... You don't want to condemn the guy. He's a professional football player. Something he's never done and never will do. He's played for his country. But for Celtic to improve domestically and in Europe, you need an upgrade on him. And that's not saying he's a bad player. He just, you, you're looking to get somebody better. Uh, he's definitely not a bad player. Um, it's just for me, I just think, maybe, I don't know if it's because you've been spoiled with Tierney and you're, you're kind of expecting to have great players all the time. You're going to get a few bad ones or a few guys that are no update on whatever else. Um, I just think that the new we might need to bear away it, but I think recruitment level is going to be better. Um, we're also talking about goalkeeping defence. I just think, for me, if it's £10 million for Foster in January, just go and fucking pay it. Um, we've got to get a solid, solid goalkeeper, because I think if you've got a solid keeper, the rest of the team is confident. They're going to go in the park knowing that he might save you with a free kick or a, he might come out in the last minute and catch the ball and it relieves the pressure. He's a world-class goalkeeper um, for me and I think it's something, maybe no him, but some of that ilk I think we've got to have and defensively, again, I don't know if that will help the defence settle down and, but for me, we're making too many silly mistakes and we've got to recruit better, in my opinion, especially defensively and goalkeeping. Yeah. If you want to talk about Foster, he's so physically imposing. He fills that goal up. The goal must look tiny. If you're burning down and goal and he's in. Um, he proven he was here last season, how good a goalkeeper he was. He's played for, his, he's played for England too, who they think they're one of the best teams in the world. We know they're no, but um, he's languishing in fucking second or third choice at Southampton. Um, He's getting a lot of money at Southampton. A lot of players will just pick up their money, but a lot of players want to play and go and play. As you say, if you can't get Foster, you want somebody that standard. Um, you, you, you fancied Joe Hart, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'd, he'd walk up here because he's Disney play at Spurs, didn't he? No? I think just a couple of league games now and again. Um, somebody that I hope somebody that's played at a high level, say goalkeepers play at their 40, whatever, he's still got a few years left in him. Something like that. Um, I thought Ayer was fairly decent today. In the back five, I thought Ayer was the best out of a lot of them. Duffy, big French centre half, Julian, 
Taylor was no bad, but the, the goal I said last week, go to play that, that goal, the young goalie, because he's not put a foot wrong yet. Because the other two have had their chances and have made big mistakes. Unfortunately for Connor Hazard, they made big mistakes today that I think will cost them, that I think he'll beat the team now. Because when you're talking about Joe Hart, obviously there's a lot of Twitter talk about would you take him, would you know? And I was a big guy for, him, for me. Um, the guys played in Serie A, England Caps, won one championships for Man, uh, Man City. You don't become a bad goalie overnight. He's not a bad goalkeeper. End of the day, if he if he is Spurs number two, Spurs number two isn't a shite goalie. Um, Mourinho wouldn't sign you if you're a bad goalkeeper. So I was a big eye for him. I would have I'd have been out and got him if he couldn't get Foster. Um, obviously we're talking about Craig Gordon again. I don't know why he was let go. Obviously he left to go and play more. Um, but again, I. As young, I think if he was still here, he might have played all season. Um, but I just think when it comes to recruitment, he need to do a lot better. Um, and in a way, I do feel for Edouard in the way that he's up there isolated. Um, the one man up front for me, I've said it in other podcasts, and the one man up front for me just doesn't work. I don't like it. I didn't like it as a player. I don't like watching it. If the ball's up to Edward, he fucks it on, there's nobody there. You're, 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 for me, you're, you're chasing a lost cause all the time. Um, it didn't help when you're two, two each and you're kind of chasing the game. And Well, when he when he loses the ball, that's it. And you're, the pressure's back on again. Um, I just think that as much as we've won a quadruple treble, it's amazing. You, you don't want to criticise too much, but for me, <laughs> it's probably saved the manager again a few weeks because... The second half performance has been silly all season and it wasn't pretty to watch, in my opinion. Nah, it's hot and cold, isn't it? Nicely cold. Um, first half is... I was sitting at half-time like that. This could be four, five, six. Celtic were so dominant. But to be fair to Hearts, they changed their shape a wee bit in the second half to combat Celtic and... They ended up playing the front foot and they looked dangerous every time they came forward. I just, a lot of fans might listen to this or other podcasts and they might criticise fans because they're criticising players and blah, 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 saying you're not a real fan because you're this. The fans are hot and cold like the players are now because of what's happening. You've, you've just come back after a treble, treble. They're winning the league and then you're seeing this and then you're seeing the recruitment that the fans are going to get a bit yeah, this isn't good this isn't good enough because you've set standards you need to continue the standards and for me the standards are slipping as much as to come back and win the day is, it's again it is it is good character and it's as a one mentality you've won enough final it's, again the guys like Brown Rogic McGregor you seen Brown after the, the third goal he was in the players' faces, Ganafi's not running about shouting, balling, celebrating. He knows what it means to win. And for me, it kind of put my performance. I thought we brought today again, but I just think oh, fans will probably say, "But you just want to, you just want to play for treble. Why you, why you not want to be the manager?" For me, it doesn't pay for the, it doesn't pay for the what we've seen all season. Um, I just you, you've won, the, you've won. The cup and you're brilliant, you're far 
accolades for the players, but in the day we've drew with hearts. You've not won the game. You've still won. You've only won two out of fourteen, realistically. Um, but I don't know if that's maybe me, John, being too critical. I don't know, but if it doesn't really give you a lot of positives getting into the Rangers game coming up, because I don't know. It's just my opinion. I don't know what you think about that, John. But yeah, critical because you can accept defeat and no playing well, whatever. But you you strive to be better, don't you? You always want to be better. Domestically, Celtic have been sweeping all before him for years now. But I think we're learning in charge for Celtic to go forward and be that. I mean, in Europe, I think you need change. As I've said, a, a different model at Celtic, whatever. <sighs> Talking about blooming when we were in Germany, watching the Leipzig game, is. They've got a model that's absolutely unbelievable and they're, they're still fine. That Bundesliga set, maybe second in the league or something, second, third. I think she could do a road of that, change it. It might take two or three years of hurt for long-term success, but that's the way I'd, I'd be looking at it. Because I know it's very hard to come on and criticise the positive after what they've just done, because... As I've wrote in my Twitter and stuff, it's you've got to just enjoy this, take it in, celebrate it because it's, excuse my friends, it is fucking amazing. It's frightening to be alive and see this. It's been a horrible year. People have died with this virus and people are still dying in hospital and there's not a lot to cheer, Celtic fans, and a lot of people have not had a lot to, to be happy about this year. And I think this does put a wee bit of happiness in people's faces and for 90 minutes you're celebrating it. You've celebrated a, a game of football, you've not been, a, been there to see it, but it, it gave you a wee smile and a wee bit of happiness. And I think it's, it, is, it is amazing what they've done. We've got to sit back and enjoy it and look at all the highlights of the games and the goals and ce- celebrate it all because, as Mark O'Neill alluded to before the game, Rangers will come strong, Aberdeen will come strong, Hibs will come strong, everybody in life in general, it moves on. Celtic, we're not always going to win every title. Even when I pass away and we all pass away, we're not going to win every title. But, as you say, you just, you want to win everything. Because you've won everything, you expect to win everything. In a way, as fans, you want to win everything. I just think it is, it's, a, it's a good ending, in a way. To, it's no end of the year yet, but it's a good ending to what's been a horrific year for Celtic, no, horrific few months um, on the park for Celtic and maybe horrific year for kind of the Celtic family and the whole of this virus. Um, I hope the fans kind of lay off when and everybody gathers round and gives them a bit of praise because it does deserve the praise for being a big part of the quadruple treble. But moving forward... I would probably like to see him try and get the team better and try and prove and get closer to Rangers and give him to the end of the season and thank him and then move on and get somebody else and try something different. But he deserves all the accolades that he gave himself. He gave himself a few accolades, fair play to him. Uh, people maybe lay off him. 
until the next game. <laughs> I do agree with what he says, and it's um for him to do that as a player and a manager is unbelievable. So that's yeah. him and with your Steens and O'Neills to be up by the guys that is nobody can take it away from. Um, as I've said, in twenty years, thirty years time, you'll be sitting in pubs and you you, you were talking about these guys. I agree with him for what you guys have done. Take away the league from to win four in a row is I don't Rangers fans can say what they want. Oh, he's a shite today. You've you been shite all season. Listen, Celtic have won twelve trophies in a row. It's something that you might Rangers fans might never see that. I don't think they ever will, in my opinion. No, um, no. Never won a trophy. Uh, true, they're dead, eh? But I mean, to win 12 in a row consecutive trophies, it's to win four, it's it as speechless. I'm speechless about it as much as we're kind of you're criticising the team in a way, but it's very hard to sit here and, and it is hard to criticise the team. It's just won four trophies, four quadruple trebles in a row. I, uh... I hope, hope they enjoy their night. I hope they get absolutely smashed. Lennon says they're training tomorrow, but I think they might be a bit fragile on it or not. Ah, you've, you've definitely got, you've got to enjoy it. Uh-huh. As fans, you've, it's just a shame that the fans can't go out and enjoy it in pubs and all the else, all the Irish bars and the tune and really enjoy it um, because, again, you just need to spend it with families and really, really take it in because... Never know, we might never win another trophy in the next two or three years. Really? We might never win another one this year. We might. I hope we do. Um, but you just need to, every trophy, you need to take it in. Um, uh, just what I can finish on, obviously, I liked the way O'Neill was talking um, before the game. And I liked the fact that he was talking about ex-pros and pundits talking about Celtic and what Celtic have done. And basically, he was basically saying, they don't get enough credit, and my opinion is I agree with them. People say I'm maybe talking about Brian, Brian three bit, but I don't think Celtic have got barely any credit to what they've done. Um, again, the day there was there was Premiership games on the day when it was a Scottish Cup. Never have I seen that team is playing on a Scottish Cup final day. That's a national final. It should be no games. It should be that suspect. That's the biggest. Spectacle in Scottish football. It should be played well. Nobody else is playing. Um, I don't think Celtic get enough credit. I, I still don't think they will get enough credit for this. Um, again, I don't know if I've been, if it's just me even, but I, I, I don't see this game getting a lot of publicity. I don't see it in papers all during the week. I don't see it in, it was only really on Celtic forums and blah, blah, blah. I don't see the BBC or Sky Sports or BT or Premier, whatever it was. Talking about it constantly, I don't think Celtic get the credit for what they've done, even under Rodgers. It's always Rangers have not been there, or Hibs have been shite, Hearts have been shite, blah, blah, blah. I just think that they need to give a bit of credit, in my opinion. I don't know what you think about that, John, but that's just my opinion. I think you're right. I don't think they do get enough credit. Um, the accolades that they get are well-deserved. It's not just four trebles, remember, they've won nine league championships in a row, as well as other trophies. Who cares if Rangers won the, in the league at the time? When Rangers, in the 90s, Rangers were flying, Celtic were struggling. 
Celtic were in the second in the league. Celtic were third and fourth in the league. It's no easy. It's very difficult to win a game, never mind nine, nine league championships in a row. Four trebles. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's even... It's, diff, it's hard to, when you sit and think about it, how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe we just take it for granted because we're going through a wee golden spell. But there will be dark days ahead and don't get too down about it. You just, just think of all the fucking good times you had and you will come back again and be winners again. So obviously I'm saying from my angle, from my age, I think you've just got to, you've got to just enjoy it because obviously yourself, you've seen the good times, the bad times. The only thing, as you says, if we get if we get beaten Wednesday after us counting, that's that that's it. But they've just done the, the days. Fans are going to just ignore that because you're behind the league again, and that's just the way football is. It's football is a every hour, every every day it changes. Um, that's why I'm, I'm a big big thing. Just enjoy it. Um, for me, it's amazing. I think for a lot of fans, my to, to see because even though I'm only twenty seven, these guys are still your heroes. You would pay in to go and watch them and. It's hard to on these podcasts and actually criticise them because you know they're doing stuff that I'll never do, but and they're giving you so much joy. But obviously, because of the wee spell we've been through, it's as hard to watch. And sometimes maybe criticism is overboard because you're emotional. But just overall, as much as we've done a game and blah blah blah, but take away, we've stepped it back and we've looked at it. Take away, oh, you've won four trebles in a row. And, like guys like Griffiths and Rogic, Brown, Ayer, these guys have been through all this. It's, I take my heart often because, as McGregor says, when I interviews about getting in every day, you need to try your hardest. You're off, off the park, you need to be a winner. You've got to live your life. And I do take my heart to these guys because I don't think they do get enough credit off, off other fans and other outlets. I just think it's amazing what they've done. And, just aye, it's just phenomenal to actually see it happening, to be alive and see it. Uh, just enjoy it while it's happening. As I say, there will be dark days ahead, undoubtedly. And but we will rise up again. It's, it's, it goes in cycles, and at the moment it's your turn. Hopefully it lasts a, a bit longer, but I'll not be too despondent when it, when it doesn't go your way. And obviously you've got the games coming up to Ibrox. You've got Glass County on Wednesday. Um, we were obviously talking about now. For me, you've got to kind of maybe manage Brown now the next three games. Um, Glass County at home. Do you need Scott Brown? Probably no. Hamilton away. Do you need Scott Brown? Probably no, no. But then you've got United at home. Then Rangers coming up. Um, I think we've got to win these three games now to give you a bit of momentum going into the game at Ibrox, which hopefully we'll win. Um, but I just think going to Wednesday's game, I'd imagine there'll be a few changes. I'd imagine maybe Sorrow would come in for Brown. Um, Frank Pong came on the day. People maybe give me abuse, but I don't think the guy's good enough as yet. I still think he's too young. No, too young. I just think he's he's no physical enough. Um, he gives the ball away far too much. I just think he's in a rush all the time. He wants to play the ball. 
I just think he will. I think he's a very good talent. I think he will be a very good player in the future. But I just think I don't know if he's a starter for me. Um, but I think we will freshen the team up Wednesday. Give maybe guys like Brown, maybe Elanusi, maybe a rest. Um, but it's a must-win game again. And Wednesday you finish your treble, and then another must-win uh, another must-win game on Wednesday. Who's your goalie on Wednesday? See, it's, <laughs> for me, it's just an older guy has out has come in and done well. The penalty shoot. For me, I've just, I've just been a big thing now. Just Barker and goals and play him. Just play him. You pay the money from him. Just play him. If he makes a mistake, fine. We need, we need to just go on me. The Rangers, up to the Rangers game and just stick with a goalie and stick with him. For me, with a play has has at Ibrox. No, again, you can say that to a lot too, but. I'd rather have been or Barkas at Ibrox. Um, it's just my opinion. But going to Wednesday, again, it's mm, he's just finished a, a final now and he's going to Wednesday and you've got another tough decisions to make. I think it'll be no, definitely rotation, next two, three games before the game at Ibrox. Um, you'll probably not no see too many changes because you want to kind of Keep the strongest team as possible in the park. You don't know, but you played for two years a day, so Brown looked as if he was really struggling with his groin or whatever. There'll definitely be a couple of changes. You might see Turnbull dropping out maybe Wednesday. Um, I don't think he impressed too much a day. Uh, still great receiving the ball in a half turn and whatever again, but. Nice wee bit of skill fighting the bottom, skilling a dangerous ball in, but I think Sorrow will come in. Um, it's good to see whether people like him or no, Mikey Johnson. It was good to see a winger at Slow in the park. Mm-hmm. Celtic been missing wide players so badly. Um, I think you'll see Mikey, Mikey Johnson getting minutes the next two or three games ahead of the the game at Ibrox and it wouldn't surprise me if Mikey Johnson starts the game at Ibrox I'll tell you that right now because yeah. I think the manager's a big fan of his like James Forrest was his golden boy and now I think Mikey Johnson's the new golden boy for Lennon Aye definitely uh, thanks for your time again John um, just brilliant to watch the the win the day and we'll enjoy it we'll take it in and we'll look back at it all and hopefully it's not the last time we celebrate um, but Thanks again, John, and that's us on the show now and for our podcast. Thanks, John. Cheers. Cheers. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.